0: Ah, man. So, was the Giuliani thing, I mean, we'll talk about it in the show, but was it public? No. Like, could you attend? Yeah. It's kind of part of the story, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, so many different things I would have wanted to do if I knew it was happening. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and get started. As long as you know we got all the Mandalorian talk out.
1: <laughs> yeah, never. Just a little, not all of it, but.
2: Never. I'm good for now. I could talk about it right, for hours. Never. Boob armor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would be okay with that.
2: It's like I once had a podcast where I could talk about shit like this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> a side note you know, there's a toy now that Disney made of him eating the eggs. I did. I, I, well, actually, I didn't. I saw a Funko Pop version of it, though. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I'm buying it for Jenny.
3: Reasonable. <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared.
1: This is Ian.
0: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and talk with us directly as we record on Discord, Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about, I don't know why, but it I struck me, will somebody please think of the Catholic Church? <laughs> I do almost every day. <laughs> but first, I, you know, I, I don't know how we could talk about anything else. I think we still have to talk about Trump. And the fact that he still refuses to admit that he lost an election, it's, it's quite astounding. In fact, the, one of the things that struck me when, when we were watching uh, Colbert was Colbert has completely struck Trump from the show. Mm. Like, he doesn't say Trump anywhere in the text that it says Trump. It's just T with four asterisks. Like, <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he won't say the name. And I find it amusing, and I, I would like to do the same thing, except there's no way that uh, that, that would work. But um,
2: does when he does refer to him, how does he say it?
0: The current president.
2: Oh, all right. Yeah, that ain't going to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a link uh, that's going to be on the website to a wiki page. I believe it has all of the lawsuits that are being filed for Trump uh, or by Trump's administration, About the uh, the election, and most of them, all of them that have gone anywhere, have gone down the tubes. They have been shot down immediately. Which, of course, they have, because there's no (laughs) regardless. Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing to back any of them up.
2: Wait, you're saying like if you go to court, like you should probably bring evidence with you. (laughs) You would think. Mm, Interesting.
3: Oh, and valid arguments, too. That would be nice.
1: What? Mm. Now that's
3: now you've gone too far.
2: <laughs> Never <laughs> use the term a non-zero number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good advice, good advice. <laughs> I did like the uh, the one thing that we have here, and we just I found out not that long ago, like within the the, the hour, that Giuliani was making an argument in Williamsport today. And it went as poorly as you could possibly imagine for by somebody who was a lawyer for the president who had a press conference at the Four Seasons Total <laughs> Lawn Care facility in Philadelphia. Still um, hilarious. <laughs> yes. But he was in the uh, district court in Williamsport making an argument. And one of his, one of his statements, and this is in Discord here. Was Giuliani saying, I'm not sure what opacity means when the judge had used it in a sentence. It probably means you can see. And the judge had to correct him and say, it means you can't. <laughs> <laughs> this happened in a federal district court. Today. Yeah. Today by the, pre- the president's attorney. Uh, I mean, it just gets more and more embarrassing. Yeah.
3: He Yesterday, he filed to be the attorney of record, and he provided evidence that he was a member of the bar in good standing in New York, place, place, New York, place, and D.C., except that um, his D.C. bar standing has been revoked because he didn't pay um, his dues this year, so he lied to a federal judge. Not a good start. It's that also, wasn't brought up during the case. but It's also
2: probably worth noting the reason Rudy is doing this is because all the other t- lawyers quit. Yeah. And we like- totally- yeah, this yeah. is it or Trump fired them. I can't remember It's probably a little bit from both columns, but I heard I think that, they mostly quit. I heard that he took them into a room and read them the riot act because they kept getting the cases shut down and then they were like he either fired them or they left and then all he was left with was Rudy who hasn't practiced law since 1992
3: or 3. Right. So they the Rudy was there in person, but they had a, a and but there were no um there were no reporters in, in the courtroom. I, I think they let very few people in. And uh, but so they had a telephone line with AT&T, and they had um, 8,000, I think it was, seats available. It got to 7,999 and crashed partway through the hearing. Wow. So th- all of a sudden there was nothing. So they had a, um, you know, a momentary lapse, and then they got back on the line and started back up again. And, but yeah, he did not represent any argument at all, basically. And the judge asked him a few questions, and it's going to go away tomorrow probably.
0: Well, I I have an article from the Huffington Post that was posted uh, on the 16th, so just yesterday, that the Trump campaign had pulled most of their arguments for Pennsylvania. Yep. Like, they had an argument to discredit 682,000 mail-in or absentee ballots. I'm I'm wondering if ours was was in that list. Mm -hmm. But saying that they were illegally processed without representatives watching, they pulled all that. Like that's their big argument in Pennsylvania. They stopped that argument yesterday because they had no evidence to support it. And they were just running with the idea that Democratic voters were treated more favorably than Republican voters.
3: Right. Because Democratic or some some counties allowed people to cure their votes if they didn't sign it. Or I I don't don't know what the rules were, but if the the ballot was unacceptable in the format it was received, um, they could had an opportunity to fix it. Not right. all counties did it, um, but some did, and that was the argument that it was um, unequal across the state. But then, when Rudy went in today, he said that um, uh, six and a half million votes needed to be undone, which is basically all of Pennsylvania. That well, is, the, is that, he that,
2: is he going off the Dominion conspiracy that votes were changed in the machine somehow?
3: No, we don't use Dominion in Pennsylvania, so oh. c- couldn't couldn't bring it up. No, he was just saying that it's a travesty. He banged his fist on the table, and that was his argument. <laughs>
2: I feel like the elector plan is not going to work for them since they keep going
0: forward with these things.
3: Mm. I don't think anything, any of it's going to work. It's going to work in little tiny
0: pockets like it did in Michigan today. But You want to explain what happened in Michigan? I'm not sure I have it fully, but.
3: um, So the Republican Council in Wayne County, Michigan, which is where Detroit is, could not come to a um a, an agreement that the votes could be certified, and the Republican leader of the group said that she was open to any other counties being certified but not detroit so basically the Republicans are trying to deny people the right to vote by pro- by you know fate i guess
0: basically and- saying that. Yes, they were voted, but we're not going to certify it, so they're not going to count. Right. Um, and, and that would free up the electors to be put in by the legislation, uh, the legislative body, in, as opposed to representing the actual voters.
3: Right. Now, the the the, Rep, the Republican Senate majority leader has already come out and said that he will not do that. He will actually follow the, the will of the voters. So that's good, at least. But yeah, they're they're nibbling away in little pockets, but it's not going to be enough. There's just there's way too many votes to undo.
2: Yeah, I've seen a lot of news reports where even on Fox News, talking to some Trump lawyers, I don't know who think these people are, but being like, "Well, what what is your plan here? Like, mm. like you're talking about like 15 votes, and right. homeboy lost by like 14 in this state, or he lost by this many? Like, what is your? And then their their new thing is. Oh, so you what? What amount of election fraud are you okay with? <laughs> right.
3: We can have a conversation about election fraud, sure, but let's not put it in the context of this particular
0: vote because yeah. it doesn't matter in this vote.
2: Did anybody catch Bill Maher talking to that one
0: Trump lawyer? Mm. Uh, wasn't that the, his new campaign head or something like that?
2: I, well, I don't know what she was. She, I, I thought she was a lawyer, but then she, I think she was in charge of the campaign. Who the hell knows? But it was it was a nightmare, as Jeff mm. put it. Um, it was bad. And I've just been seeing interviews like that left and right. It, I mean, did we all see, did everybody see the Laura Ingram interview with the woman concealed?
0: I only saw pieces of that.
2: I mean, it is the dumbest shit in the world. they claiming that she went outside for a break and that somebody mm. walked out of the polling place with a bag full of envelopes, uh, walked up to a Biden-Harris van, took them out and started changing them and she didn't say anything about it then till now and now they can't find this woman because her name's been redacted on all these affidavits so they have no there's nothing going on with that
0: <laughs> it's a Meanwhile, talking point <laughs> it was it was uh, even the trump campaign doesn't do criminal things as poorly as what they described as taking ballots out to a van that has biden harris written on the side and doing whatever they were doing outside the van like th- these would be the dumbest criminals possible <laughs> even worse than yeah. than what trump has has been doing
2: but for some people it's you know it's truth
0: by the way uh yeah jeff is correct that uh, she is a lawyer uh she is the campaign lawyer so i thought she was a campaign like official or leader she well she is an official but she's the campaign lawyer or at least one of them um and she was just spouting all nonsense. sorts of nonsense on mahar like just outright lies and saying how they were winning in Pennsylvania, all their cases, and yeah, clearly not not uh, a good grasp of reality.
2: Yeah, and one of the few times in recent years that at least I liked the way Bill handled it when he was just like, just shut up. <laughs> 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 it was amazing. I saw another interview on Fox Business. Uh, Lou Dobbs got a poll worker on there who just couldn't make any sense and came up with nothing, right? <laughs> At one and was really trying to fill her time by saying the same things over and over again. So he was like, he goes, well, what kind of, uh, evidence do you got? And she's like, well, I worked a 24 hour shift. So I worked from six AM to six P to six AM. I actually made, she made that mistake. <laughs> I made it the <laughs> same way. And he's like, okay. She's like, so I worked, you know, like a whole day. And he's like, yeah, and? And she's like, well, we were supposed to get dinner, and they only brought enough food for two-thirds of the people there. And these vans showed up, and there was no way these vans could have held all the food. And he's like, so what are you, t- like, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. And she's like, well, maybe there was something in the vans. I don't know. I didn't see anything. <laughs> and wow. finally, Lou Dobbs is like... Oh Jesus! I got to get out of this quick. He's like, "Well, that sounds highly irregular." Uh, let's move on to so and so.
3: Wow, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the the story up ahead a little little bit because Lindsey Graham is also in the news. But we're mm-hmm. talking about nibbling away at the boats here and there. He's doing his own nibbling in Georgia and a couple other states.
0: Yeah, what the hell is he doing in Georgia? That's not his state.
3: No, but. So, but you Republican to Republican. He called the Georgia Secretary of State Brad (laughs) Raffensperger. Raffensperger? Raffensperger. Okay. And didn't outright ask him, but asked him basically to, can you not signature match all of the mail-in votes this next recount, please? Basically is what he asked him without asking him.
2: you know, (laughs) hinting. At election fraud. Not outright yes. asking for it.
3: <laughs> well, he's taking lessons from Trump. I mean, Trump is, you know, standard godfather. He doesn't say go kill yeah. person. He says, it would be a shame if they disappeared. <laughs> so this is what Lindsey Graham has done now. He called Georgia Secretary of State and other pe- you know, um, people in a couple of other states, Nevada, and I forget which other one was, and said, you could do something for a, for a brother. <laughs> like Holy crap.
2: <laughs> I can't believe we have to deal with this fucking guy for another six years. Yeah. yeah.
3: Good on Raffensperger, though, for going, um, hey, news media, let me tell you about this.
2: <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of Republicans, though, the one guy from Philly, the mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess because their lives are not in Trump's hands, even though they're getting death threats from fucking MAGA mouth breathers. Yeah. Like, what is, th- <laughs> I, you know, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, what is it that they can't see what I see, and I clearly cannot see what they see? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I would never call an election f- official and stop it, Jeff. <laughs> this has <laughs> got to be more than just stupidity.
3: Well, it's the it's the cult. It's the they they're convinced that um they're in the right, regardless of the proof. It's the same reason their religion works.
2: But <laughs> like, I I don't know. I, I need to talk to like a psychiatrist or somebody. Mm. Uh, I mean, I talk to a therapist every week, but. <laughs>
3: We'll ask about, you know, cult deprogramming. I mean, that's really what we're talking about, getting these people back, is it's a lot of work to pull people back from this kind of 100% all-in faith in a belief.
0: But, but what- some people are not coming back. Like, there's just... it's. It's like we, we were we had talked previously about the uh, Nexium stuff. There's mm. the the one uh, the one girl I can only remember her first name was India. Her mother trying to pull her out of Nexium stuff. She is completely gone. Like she is defending them still, even after you know the the, the leader has been sentenced to one hundred and twenty years or whatever yeah. it was.
3: Right. There's a, a a smaller cadre of of the people that still follow him that go every night to the jail and dance for him outside.
0: India so Oxenberg, we, yes, thank you.
2: Yeah.
3: It's it's crazy. But and like, these but, people but, will go outside of Trump's jail and dance for him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Mm. Uh, hey,
2: yeah, you're be, right. It's the cult mentality.
0: McEnany, distinctly at this point. I like I always thought she was ridiculous, but now she's gone off the deep end. So much that I think this might be the reason I have an article about this on the Huffington Post. This might be the reason why Trump is completely pulling away from Fox News. Um, I don't remember the 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 Fox uh, guy's name but he's he's one of their, you know, tries to actually be a journalist. He actually were showing McEnany talking about the uh, election fraud and he cut it off. Mm. And he said, "Yeah, we can't. We can't continue to do this. Like we I can't justify airing this." And I feel uh, like actually, she's just in it for the money. I don't know it's if it's possible. I Right. I have no reason to doubt that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that Lindsey Graham has is fallen under the cult. I think he's being blackmailed. I think there are different reasons. But I think that the you know the people in the trucks with the flags who are poor and don't understand that Trump could give two shits about them. They're the ones that are really in the cult. The Kayleigh McEnany's and the Lindsey Graham's have ulterior motives or are under threat.
2: See, I'm not even convinced that. Lindsey Graham is being bribed. I think he just is a, like, he's, he gets, yeah, he is like a beta cock that just gets mm. sucked to power. He's always following somebody, you know, and he's also clearly gay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how he's still being blackmailed. Like, just come out of the closet.
3: Like, well, it's one thing for us to know, for us liberals to know, but it's another thing entirely for the people in Alabama to know. Wait, it's Alabama, right? South Carolina.
1: Right? No, Sorry.
0: South Damn, Carolina. South
3: Carolina. It's another thing for the people in South
0: Carolina to know. I I don't know. I think there's enough support that it wouldn't hurt him that bad. If everything else he has done <laughs> didn't lose him this election, that that isn't going to do it. I, I mean, he'll he'll lose some I... people.
1: Yeah, you're thinking from a liberal mindset again. You are. Yeah. I, if those South Carolinians had definitive proof that he was a homo, he's done.
3: Yeah.
2: You done. should definitely done. you should definitely watch the video of there's two of them involving Dave Rubin who I've mentioned on a show before, who is gay, but works for uh, – right now he works for The Blaze, which is uh, – what's his name's thing?
1: Uh, yeah, the, the guy who used to – Glenn Beck.
2: Yeah, it's Glenn Beck. <laughs> but he started his own thing and he left the Young Turks and he took money and he, he does videos for PragerU. I'm giving you just a quick bio of Dave Rubin. One video in which he was interviewing Ben Shapiro – And they were agreeing on everything right up to the point where Dave Rubin said, well, I would be allowed to go to your wedding, right? Or you would come to my wedding, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. And Ben Shapiro goes, no. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then there's another one where uh, he's talking to – there's this crazy pastor guy uh, that floats around in these circles who's – I think his name is Jesse something. You guys probably wouldn't know him. He's a nutcase. And Mm -hmm. he's talking to Dave Rubin. And this guy backs Trump on everything – and then at one point during the interview, Ruben mentions that he's gay, and the guy you you could hear the record scratch. The guy goes, What? <laughs> yeah. You're gay? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> so if if Lindsay I mean, that to me is, a, is enough proof that if Lindsay came out gay, that would be the thing to destroy him. I
3: suppose you're right. Yeah, the Southern Baptists are not known for their forgiveness about things
0: like that. Yeah. And he lied open-mindedness about it. Open mindedness and open-mindedness. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they'd be okay with the lying about it. I think we made that clear. <laughs> no. and,
2: and and on that same subject, Dave Rubin is now running into a problem because people are having an issue with his lifestyle in those in those conservative circles that he. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, you're this dude's gay." Have you heard this? And <laughs> so he's having- certainly
1: not new for this show, but I love that that was a topic. If there's one thing Christians are not known for, it's forgiveness. <laughs> 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 they
2: cannot tolerate that. <laughs> no. That's true. <laughs> religious nonsense
0: speaking of the religion i do i have an article from the religion dispatches.org it's a, a article discussing the another reason that trump might be refusing to concede and it's the prosperity gospel the fact that paula white is in his ear constantly right yeah. and the prosperity gospel is is uh, chiefly based on a quote from the Bible, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Vague, that vague notion that that encourages prosperity gospel. Uh, and it, it's behind the idea that name it and claim it. It's like this huge self help kind of thing of you name it and you claim it and it's yours and that you have to have that attitude to move forward. And that's what God wants for you. And the idea that if he were to say, I concede, or he backs down from this in any way, um, it's admitting defeat, and his whole life would be focused on the defeat then. Hmm.
2: All I'm picturing in my head is Paula White showing up in a red dress and whispering in his ear, you are the prince that is promised. (laughs) (laughs) Which would make Donald Trump Stannis Baratheon, but come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. Hopefully yeah, he'll I mean, le- he'll leach Jared and try to get some of that king's blood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, the prosperity gospel also has that notion that the people in power were put there by God, so therefore they're holy and meant to be there. Except and for the he- black guy,
0: that one that was a fluke. And certainly sure. not by Yeah, I mean, oh.
3: well, every once in a while the devil, you know, gets gets his claim. So <laughs> you have to claim them appropriately.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. How do you argue with somebody who who believes that? You can't, d- right? You just no, you
1: cannot. Can't. Quietly yeah. walk
0: away. Yeah, the best you can do is ask questions. Ask questions that encourages their line of thinking to question themselves. Because you can't, you can't win an argument. There's just, there's no way. Right. You're not gonna, con- you're
3: not gonna convince them of anything. It's, there's this been this ongoing argument in my head about how do we treat, you know, the, the stubborn Trump followers moving forward. Do we treat them with um, compassion and reach out a hand? Or do we treat them with contempt? Or do we just treat them as puzzling creatures that we don't understand? And I think the third is probably the right answer.
0: Contempt.
2: Wrong. (laughs) Contempt.
3: (laughs) Arguing with them, you're not going to convince them. Oh,
1: not that kind of contempt. Yeah. Just dismiss them
2: and shit on them every chance
1: you get.
3: Dismissive contempt. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, the balls on these motherfuckers Mm. to be like, oh, the tolerant left- Look at you treating us now, dancing in the streets. I'm like, fuck you and your liberal tier yeah. drinking bullshit. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> As Jeff said, why? Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Why is the Why is the burden of understanding placed on me? Because Trump lost. These people have been out of control for four years, and now I got to be like, it's cool, guys. Come on back to what? No, you left. Of your own volition. Now, reap what you sow. Pieces of shit.
2: Each <laughs> and every one of them. Funny, because again, I saw another clip on Fox News where they were showing one of the, it might have been at the the DC Million Mega March. <laughs> uh, and they're talking about the election or whatever. And the camera just turns to this sign and holds on it where it says, Blacks and Indians, we're coming for you next. New World Order. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> I mean, held on it for a good fifteen seconds, and then, like, as the guy was talking, the 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 uh, anchor was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I got to bring up something. We just saw a very disturbing sign. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Now, continue with your election fraud bullshit or whatever."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it reminds me. I did have an article about that. Mackinney was talking when the thing that she said that really had. A, well, one of the things that she said was she was talking about the million MAGA march and how there was more than a million marchers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do remember that <laughs> she was
0: she actually claimed that she was only off by about nine hundred eighty thousand people. There were more people
3: there than I would have liked, but there were nowhere near that number of people. No, no. Yeah.
1: there. I, again, even Trump was like was like, "Woo, millions! ooh, hundred thousands! Tens of thousands. <laughs> yeah by the third tweet he was like, Well even I even I'm not Kaylee McInerney. But uh, that's Jeff- what I like. I like consistency in that in, in in that White House. Like I like that they're that they're going out the same way they came in. Lying yeah. about the number of Crowd people on their grounds.
2: I also saw a uh they had there was a nice photo of them all outside and I was like, Wow, that is a lot of people. And then the new it's framed Yeah. The new one they photoshopped more people into it. Wow! And I'm like, God damn! By the way, here down the street from me, we had the 12 to 15 person <laughs> back of March. <laughs> <laughs> they stood out there, and I was like, Wow! It was even less than the day that they uh, certified the election, <laughs> or, or or called it. I'm sorry, they didn't certify it.
3: Yeah. So the the whole the thing that amused me the most about that entire day and about that whole event was actually the what Trump did. And it it, it is perfect. It's a perfect description of of what he is and what those people mean to him. He drove by them, waved out the window, on his way to play golf at his resort in New Jersey.
2: Can I make a correction? Sure. He drove through them, not by them. All right. (laughs) He he displaced them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't stop. He didn't talk to them. He didn't encourage them. He drove through them on his way to play golf with his well, rich friends. at least friends. this
0: time he didn't use tear gas against his own followers, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> he was doing pretty good on, on this case.
2: I picture him in the car with a button that could shoot tear gas out, like, yeah. with his finger over, like, eh, shut up, eh, maybe not.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they don't see the irony in it at all. They th- They were falling over themselves with joy that he deigned to, you know, display his presence in their presence. It was incredible. And he just drove by... To play golf.
2: Listen, it's gotta wow. be it's gotta be some monkey brain shit. Mm-mm. Is all I can say. Sure. The the deference to power. Mm. Like you know how the in the chimp kingdom there's like the one head chimp and like he's their head chimp. He's like the head <laughs> chimp, and like you know, like if one chimp gets a little fucking, you know, rowdy you know they just put on a display they don't actually really fight most times they just kind of rumble around and bang shit up mm. but then like all the other males gotta you know they gotta do the hand thing and like put their head down like I understand why chimps do it their brains are smaller than ours but like I, every throughout my life I've always seen that You go and I know I've mentioned it before you go to a job and like a new boss comes in mm. and instantly there's fucking ass kissers that move right in to that slot and there's and I've seen it with other people. Where like I had like a really friend who always needed to be in charge, and somehow the dumbest people gravitated towards that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah. yeah,
3: it's that alpha male. Yeah, like he would just pull in every
2: person who couldn't make decisions for themselves and every dumb person would be like, oh yeah, I'd follow him anywhere, wherever he needs to go. I'll do whatever he needs to do. And I'm like, why? I, I it's it, it, it it's got to be some remnant monkey brain shit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's is. an entire
0: article about that on The Guardian. Uh, thanks, oh, Jeff. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. Oh, damn.
0: It, entitled, I did not uh, read Don-
2: that. I came up with this theory on my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's entitled The Donald Trump Alpha Male Chimpanzee Behavior. So, uh, yeah. Wow. I it's should definitely right right fuck The Guardian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do have a a, a, a key uh, update. The GOP officials in the key Michigan County have certified the ballot count after striking a compromise with the Democrats. <laughs> So they listened to the show, and they decided, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> so now, Michigan Detroit, Detroiters, your vote has been counted appropriately and certified. Yay.
0: Well, I mean, that's good. Um it is I, good. I bet they tried this as a ploy, realized it wasn't going to work because the, the Republicans said that they weren't going to cheat like that, which, huh. Yeah. I mean, granted, even if Michigan, if they did flip Michigan, one, there would be riots in Michigan, and two, Biden would still be the president-elect, so- not really that big of a deal, but still.
3: Yeah. Just, you know, not listening to the will of the, of the people is tends to be frowned upon in this country. Yeah, pretty much. So, at least in, you know, that type of organization. I mean, you know, you, you can depress the vote. That seems to be illegal now, but- but, not I mean, Michigan is blatant.
0: still a hotbed in several different aspects because uh, the next article that I have is about Michigan and Scott Atlas, who is – That mm, dumb dick bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Scott Atlas, that dumb dick – wow, I can't even say it. Dumb <laughs> dick <laughs> bag. That's
1: okay. He's probably smarter than I am. He did not deserve that. But, boy, that was uh, – Alarming, go ahead. So, people yeah. know why I'm outraged.
0: <laughs> he actually said in Michigan, the only way that the restriction stops is if people rise up. You get what you accept. So, he's encouraging people in the state that just had people try to kidnap and murder their governor. He is encouraging these same groups to rise up against their own government.
3: And for the audacity of asking them to protect themselves from a deadly virus. Right. Just so we're clear.
1: Right. <laughs> and other people. And this is Scott Atlas, the head of Trump's COVID response team, who isn't Pence.
3: The remainder, mm-hmm. yeah, the remaining yeah. doctor. <laughs> I use doctor in quotes cuz he's not a doctor of anything
0: infectious. Right. He is he, he is a doctor. He is uh, you have a
1: PhD in English. Is this a trick?
0: No. no
3: he's he's a doctorate in um radio he's, neurology.
0: He's, he's an eye doctor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, <Okay. Ryan> Paul. <laughs> <And> he he <laughs> does he reads MRIs what he does I'm sure he's very good at his job but it's yeah. nothing to do with infectious diseases
2: what does the head of the covid task force is telling people in a in a state not to wear masks and to rise up yep. yes
0: why because even though he even though he denies it he is 100 percent on board the idea of everybody should get this so that we get herd immunity and move on
1: oh I, I just wasn't sure what position he was in and i was i felt strongly that Based on what else is going on, uh, if he uh, if you don't continue to toe the line, you're fired.
0: Mm. Because
2: true. everybody is currently fired,
0: right? Yeah, that is true as well. Well,
3: he's I- the doctor that Trump is currently listening to. Is the problem?
2: I mean, he's only got two months worth of paychecks coming left. Oh, Trump's <laughs> telling him not <don't laughs> to worry about it.
0: <laughs> no. So uh, the way you phrase that—that he is the uh, doctor that trump is listening to i think you have that backwards he is the doctor that is still listening to trump i think is the problem
3: sure they have a a mutual feedback loop going on there
2: Mm. (laughs) i don't even know what to say to that
0: (laughs) it's it's disgusting i mean of course he came out after that and i think tweeted again how he would never suggest that and never and he all i remember is the word never in capital letters three different times i
1: would never suggest exactly mm. what i suggested
2: <laughs> right yeah hey, so we're headed towards a second lockdown right
3: yeah most
1: likely uh, a bunch of it'll be a bunch of mask mandates and maybe one or two move back to the yellows but i wouldn't i would hope for some lockdowns but
2: i'm not going to be that optimistic mm. yeah, well i, I heard I, I heard pennsylvania cannot go into lockdown why not that i was told that Wolf lost that case, and that if he locks down, he's got to lock everything down. That means all essential businesses as well. That that's yeah, that how makes they, sense. That's how they yeah. won that. That's how they won that argument. Oh, go for it. Now I don't know if that's true, but that's what <laughs> I've been told.
0: I, not saying what you said doesn't make sense, but that argument doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That if you lock down anything, you have to lock down even essential businesses. you don't understand the term essential businesses. Mm-hmm. Essential businesses mean they have to be there in order for people to live, eat.
2: Yeah, that, that's a, that's against the constitution. <laughs> You're giving certain businesses preferential treatment over others.
0: Yeah, because they're essential. <laughs> oh, I I get it, <laughs>
3: but it affects other people's businesses, and we can't have that. Gyms, well, can you think of the gyms and the churches, think of the hair salons,
1: <laughs> and
2: again. I believe I don't know if it was New York or wherever where I heard they were talking about the new lock. They were the new lockdown, and all these places were locked down. <laughs> gyms, this and that, but yet again, places of worship got preferential treatment. Yep, because of the bitching and fucking moaning. Uh, but granted, it was only like you're allowed to operate at like five percent capacity. <laughs> Something ridiculous.
3: Well, in Pennsylvania, um, a coworker's mother just came down with um, COVID, and guess where she got it from church. And shared it with her grandson and, you know, half the dozen other people in the family probably. Because that makes sense. Go into a building where, you know, people are not behaving logically and are not wearing masks and you're not wearing a mask. What could go wrong? I don't know. You could die. That's one thing.
2: (laughs) Duh. It's just just so Wear a
3: fucking mask. It's not I know.
2: It's just so (laughs) fucking simple. Yeah. And a minor inconvenience. I mean, like, we would have been out of this. Yeah. Well, I guess not cuz it looks like everybody's going up, but we never went down.
3: <laughs> no, we just keep we we keep leveling off and then going back up again. We'll yeah. we come down a little bit, but we never came all the way down as low as like
0: any other country did. By by mid-December we're going to see numbers that are like, truly amazing. Mm.
1: That's crazy cuz the numbers are already amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is true. So before uh we're kind of skipping around a little bit, but before we get any deeper into the coronavirus stuff, I wanted to mention Alito Justice Alito of the Supreme mm. Court uh, spoke on Thursday night. Uh, he was the keynote speaker at the year's Federalist Society Convention. <laughs> and hey, guess what his opinions are on everything? He made it abundantly clear that uh, he is against COVID related restrictions, he is against same sex marriage, he's against abortion plan b contraceptive mandate of the affordable care act lgbtq non-discrimination laws and he specifically mentioned five democratic senators who he disapproves of their of their efforts um so yeah so much for a judge not being biased <clears throat>
3: not surprising but it's interesting that he's feels free to say it out loud
0: yeah and i mean a keynote speaker to the federalist society which I got a question about the Federalist Society this week, and basically a a question of: Is that a real thing? Like, do we know that that's a real thing? Like, are they like the Illuminati of judges? And (laughs) it's like the Federalist Society is definitely a real group. They claim that they're just a debate, like a debate club. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it does go way beyond that. That they find promising attorneys and anyone who's leaning to the right and encourages that behavior and gives them, you know, uh contacts within their groups uh to speed up their transition into uh higher level places of of power in the uh, in the country uh and in society. So right, it's no mistake
3: that Amy Coney Barrett was a clerk to a justice of the Supreme Court. That is not by mistake. Right. She didn't get there on the merit of her you know, SATs. She got there because she's a member of the Federalist Society, and was she was she picked only, out as somebody to push forward.
2: Wasn't she only an actual judge for like two or three years? Yeah. Yes.
3: She, I mean, she was appointed by Trump um, early on. Yeah, she is totally unqualified, but she is, uh, you know, she has the look and the sound of the perfect
0: person from the Federalist Society, so she was pushed forward. And since we're on courts a little bit uh there's an article on NPR about the uh court fights that are going to be coming when uh, when Biden does get into office it, trying to undo the stuff the way uh Trump has put things in place is going to be a fight the entire way so just just get ready for that it's what going do you mean? to be what do you a, mean? a whole lot of arguing in the courts
2: I was under the impression that the president could just do whatever the fuck they want <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, some of the things that Trump has done didn't actually do anything, so there Mm. wasn't a court fight. Uh, Some of the things that overstepped are still in court, so it's going to be, I think it's just going to be a difficult time to try and undo the undoing, because most of what Trump did was getting rid of things that were done by Obama.
2: Right. So, like, day one, can Trump just be like, or uh, Biden be like, well, we're back in the Paris court.
0: Yes. For some things, yes. For the Paris Accord, absolutely, because unfortunately, the Paris Accord doesn't really do anything. It's just right. a like gentlemen's agreement between countries. Yeah, but, but things uh, like
3: the uh, the Iran nuclear deal that's going to take a little bit more work, and plus the you know been busy stockpiling whatever that it is they need to make you know n- weapons. So enriched uranium. That's it. Enriched uranium. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's one of the things. So. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of that, what is the article that I have not got a chance to read that's on here about Trump wanting to start World War Three?
3: <laughs> yeah, so last week, evidently, he asked for options on to on striking Iran nuclear sites because they have like twelve times what what the, was permitted in under the nuclear deal, <coughs> so they have a whole bunch of stockpiled enriched uranium now, and he thought that you know hitting them with something was a good idea last week. And um, he, he was turned down by um, by Mike Pence and, and Mike Pompeo, who supposedly said, that's not a good idea, sir. And they've stopped it for the moment. But if he gets it in his head that he's going to do something, there's really not a lot that can be done to stop him placing an order that says, drop a nuclear weapon in the middle of um, Iran's nuclear weapons. That'll go well.
2: Well, we're going to be hoping for better men to be like, uh, nope.
3: <laughs> yeah, which brings us to all of those people that he just fired from the Pentagon.
2: That's
1: true.
3: Yeah,
2: there are a lot of people getting fired. Oh, I heard but this so- new this new guy, uh, the one who replaced Esper. Yes, what's his name? Miller is a real nut job. Mm. But again, you still need generals and stuff. Like, is it supposedly Mark Milley? I've heard that name bandied about a lot. Is still like head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So, like, he's like the stopgap there.
3: Right. Yeah. There's a lot of layers that would have to f- fail in order yeah. for this to happen, but he's been firing people left and right, and he's got two months, so it's a little
0: worrisome. 64 days, is it? Something like that. Yeah, not that we're counting.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> also uh, trying to pull troops out of every goddamn country.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this because, one, that would be awful and horrendous, but two, I I called bombing Tehran like way before he became president, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got dibs on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're still not allowed to root for it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm definitely not. No, but you're allowed <laughs> to find a silver
2: lining. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, listen, obviously, being in no country doing anything would be good, you mm. know, except when you abandon your allies like we did with the Kurds. Right. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, oh, Trump's no, up.
3: But, but wait, we, remember, we, we kept some troops there to protect the oil. We've oh, secured yeah. the oil. He keeps bringing that up still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was one of my favorite interviews. What was that with Ingram? <laughs>
3: I think so, yeah. Laura
1: Ingram, and he's like, yeah, no, we're taking their oil. And she went, no, you mean protecting the field? She said, no, we're taking it. (laughs) She's trying to throw him lifeline after lifeline. He's like, we're there to take the oil, Laura. Stop interrupting me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, but you can't do that. That's against the law, sir. We're taking it. It's
2: ours. Oh, my God. I do love it when he undermines himself, just like when they said, no, he was kidding about the bleach. And then they asked him, he goes, I don't kid about anything.
1: (laughs) It's serious, I'm trying to bleach right now. Watch me.
2: <laughs> but I mean, it's obvious that he's doing this to just score more points. Because why now?
3: Because he he at one point heard that um you know when we're at war um you you don't change presidents while you're at war. No, no, I don't mean start do
2: a that. war. I'm talking about taking the troops out of these countries. Oh.
3: Taking the tr- yeah.
2: Oh, cut for his twenty twenty four fantasy. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Or, I kept all my promises, although I did hear that they came to a compromise, and he's only taking, like, 500 troops out of each country that he talked about.
3: Oh, so he'll explode that into, you know, all of them. Yeah. And have a talking point that's untrue, nothing new there.
2: Yeah, it'll be like, no, no, I got all the troops out. And he's like, well, actually, you only got 500. No, I got all of them. Right.
3: Well, we, we, we left something in to protect the oil, but that's all.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and I heard that this will fuck everything up for Joe Biden, so.
3: Well, Joe Biden did say mean things about him, so he has to, you know, salt the soil.
1: That's true. He is, I mean, so in addition to making things harder, I saw today that you know, as his list of petty firing mm. tries to keep up with his sabotage firing. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do, does anybody know who Chris Krebs was? Yeah, yeah, he
0: was just fired, what, an hour ago by? by like
1: an hour ago, like two hours tweet. ago. He was, uh, the cybersecurity chief in the Homeland Security Department. And, uh, he had the audacity to come out and say the election was secure. He's right. fired.
2: Right. <laughs> I that did is, hear though that he he was expecting that though.
3: Yeah. Well, he he actually said something against what the president's line was. So yeah. That, but that was it. Does nothing. That is pure pettiness and yes. revenge. It has no function otherwise. It's just petty.
0: I don't remember right. who it was, but they had another, another guy from that department on CNN and they were asking him about, uh, about the, his firing. And the guy was like, it's ridiculous. This guy was a lifelong, like nonpartisan. He was a lifelong servant and, uh, you know, all, all, saying nothing but good stuff. And the, the person on CNN was like, so what, what did you think since you were on CNN saying this? What do you think the odds are that you'll be fired next? Followed by like 10 seconds of silence. Wally processed, followed by, well, I'm not really – like, I don't really work for the pred- – uh, and then he, he resigned to – yeah, who knows. But <laughs> I'm just going to speak the truth, so.
1: Oh, right, because that happened – Um someone was fired oh, – I wish I had the detail. someone was fired at the Pentagon, and his coworkers, you know, clapped for him as he left. Mm. And the White House sent people to the Pentagon and demanded the names of everybody who clapped. And wanted to fire them.
3: Wow. Petty.
1: Yeah. It's, it's again, but that, so now let's say Trump is clearing out some people who are effective and, uh, that weren't appointed by him and are just civil servants, not, Mm. not flunkies or villains.
0: Well, he can't, is there
1: anything preventing Biden from rehiring them immediately?
0: No, probably not. It depends on the position. Some positions have to be Senate approved which Mm. we're likely still going to have McConnell to deal with. However, if they've already been approved for the the position, I know there's some sort of workaround there. If they're just being reappointed to a position they were previously approved. No.
2: Lindsey Graham will go in there and go,
0: but he's a meanie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like him. I don't know. Again, we fall back to the, I don't know. I don't know if there's a law for that or not. Who knows? (laughs) Until it gets tested. Okay.
1: (laughs) I support that.
0: All right, I'm going to move, not a whole lot of time left, move back onto the coronavirus stuff. I had a few articles, one on Vice um, in Texas. They are taking inmates, prisoners, and, you know, who make $2 an hour to do their, you know, work while they're in prison. They are using prisoners to load bodies into mobile morgues, basically chiller trucks, um, because they don't have the staff to deal with the number of dead people from the coronavirus in texas
3: in el paso county specifically in this case
0: yes so (sighs) you know that's an encouraging thought especially since uh yeah the numbers show no sign of of laxing at all we're just going straight up at this point meanwhile there's an article in the washington post about a nurse in south dakota talking Mm. about patients who deny they they say that the Coronavirus is a complete hoax, even though they're in the hospital with the coronavirus. She has. Uh, she says that the hardest thing to watch is that people are still looking for something else and like a magic answer because they still don't believe that COVID is real and they're dying from it. Like the one quote was something like, I don't know how this is happening. It's not real. And that was the person's final words. Mm. That is the... That is what we're dealing with in the, the idea of, of people denying it. They are believing it to the point where they're they're
1: Literally to their grave. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Wow. Um so back to when we started the show and we were curious what steps we're gonna to take to win these people back. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hard pass.
2: Right. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, uh, that's one of the realizations that I've kind of come to, though, is you're not convincing these people. There's no sense arguing with them. You can yep. throw in a question here and there, but it's not going to make a difference. Don't even bother. There's no denting that, that faith.
2: Yeah, that's fine. You know, when The Boys first came out, or the second season two, mm. um, I was watching it with my girlfriend, my internet girlfriend. <laughs> and... <laughs> I was and you know, you know how it was kind of like timely. Did everybody watch the boys? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. And I was like, do you think like Trump supporters are rooting for Homelander? Like sure. do they do they see this differently? And then what did I see at the march? But a dude dressed up as Homelander with a Donald Trump face mask over his head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and nice. I was like, You are truly lost, my friend. Anakin, there there's no coming back. <laughs> huh. Yeah,
3: all those people there. that thought that Homelander was the best thing since you know sliced bread, even though he was a horrific murderer.
2: Right? they look at that and like go, eh, "He's he's pretty spot on there, this guy." Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
3: he's got an American flag behind him.
2: How could it be wrong? <laughs> like they would get on their knees and monkey brain worship him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, With, <laughs> out of context, that that would be a very strange phrase. But uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so apparently I lost the article for this. I'll have to find it again. But um some of the people who don't believe that the virus is r- real are making up fake illnesses in order to get into the hospitals, in order to take pictures of the fact that the hospitals are empty and they're not really at capacity and it's all just fake. There have been wow. more than a dozen uh cases. And again, I'll link the article when I when I get it again, but more than a dozen cases of people. Infiltrating a hospital in order to take pictures of empty, you know, empty rooms, and basically they're taking pictures of the waiting rooms. Yeah, if you go into a hospital and you have the virus or you don't, you're not going to be sitting in a full wait- waiting room, no. waiting to be seen. That is the not ten- how the uh, things proceed anymore.
3: No, they tend to they tend to want to isolate everybody right now, so. Now that's the biggest problem. We've talked about this before of a, a disease in these days and times is you don't see the people that are dying. You really don't see them now because you can't even visit them. There's all these people in ICUs across the country at this point in record numbers dying from this disease and they're invisible until the prisoners haul them out and put them in the back of a sheriff's van. <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. By the way, this is not new. I remember seeing this like in March and April of people yeah. doing the same thing.
3: Well, they had refrigerated trucks up in New York City. Yeah. Because they didn't have room in the morgues.
2: No, I meant the people going into the hospitals and being like, there's nobody in this waiting room.
3: (laughs) Yeah, they're in the ICU. You're not allowed there because it's dangerous, idiot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely something that has, I just think it's been happening more.
1: Right. Mm. Well, they all want to be the next Dinesh D'Souza.
0: Mm. Yeah. Gross.
3: I think they they should actually publicize pictures from the ICU for this very reason. Have a live feed.
1: No, you don't need to placate these retards. Fuck them. Don't don't change what you're doing. Mm. This isn't a you problem. This
3: is a them problem. (laughs) All right, good point. (laughs) Plus HIPAA. Plus the fact
1: we don't need
0: more people in where the people are sick. Right.
3: Sure. Right. All right. So, but uh, you know, Jeff makes a good point. The, the Vietnam casket thing. So there, I think, and people tried to do this a little bit. They put out chairs in the National Mall. They put out one chair for a hundred, every hundred people that have died. And it was an ocean of chairs. But it's not the same. There has to be a visual representation of what is happening happening in this country in order for it to get through to people.
0: I, I don't know that it'll even get through to people. Like there were pictures of mass graves being dug in Central Park. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, until
3: they're. Na- so you're saying until Nana dies, they're not going to get it?
0: I, even then, I right. I don't know that they That's would. That's the most likely, but it's still sketchy. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. It was just the flu and she was old. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So another guy that, uh, again, I don't, I try not to celebrate too much of people getting the virus, but another guy who's tested positive, John Hagee, I believe is how you pronounce his name, pastor of Cornerstone Cornerstone Church in San Antonio, tested positive. This is the guy who says, we have a vaccine already. Its name is Jesus Christ. Woohoo!
2: Blood (laughs) or aroma?
0: (laughs) I I would go with blood with this guy.
2: (laughs) Okay. Wow.
0: Uh, So, yeah, he says that he is sitting in his chair, and he was sitting in his chair while giving a sermon because, well, he just got over the... Double pneumonia. Yeah. Yeah. He spent 15 days in the hospital with double pneumonia and still supposed to be home gasping for air. But instead, he's on this platform speaking about the glory of God for the healing power of God. I'm sorry. If you spent 15 days in the hospital, I'm not exactly sure how that's a great demonstration of the healing power of a deity.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But the healing power of the doctors. Yeah.
1: Supposed to be at home gasping for air. But instead, they wheeled me out here so that I can infect all of you. And I'm desperate for air. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: He looks like he was desperate for air before he got the virus. Not a healthy looking fella.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but yeah, like I said before, there's a uh, the Catholic Church in New York is trying to get the Supreme Court to weigh in on the pandemic restrictions that Cuomo has put in place. Well, that's about the money. Right. Well, I think the Catholic Church is always about the money, right? I think we've already determined that. (laughs) True, true. They're
3: going to pay off those lawyers.
1: I was going to say, whenever money's involved, I don't shout, who do you think I am, the Pope? (laughs) For no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think he's out of money. This has really
2: nothing to do with the church, but I still found it hilarious. Was this sketch on YouTube of supposedly the exec at Subway Trying to figure out which sandwich they could release that would get people not to think about Jared Fogle as a pedophile. (laughs) Wow. And they would be like, what about like a chicken parm meatball thing?
3: Meatballs, no, meatballs don't gonna work.
2: It's got mozzarella, and then the one guy goes, As soon as you said mozzarella, I thought about how we paid this guy ten million dollars to be our spokesman, and he turned out to be a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you imagine the church trying to figure, like, what can we do (laughs) to get people not to think about our priest diddling kids?
1: (laughs) Wow. Now, again, as always, I appreciate that upbeat twist on things. But for the sake of the victims and for the perpetrators, let's not mince words. These men raped children. Mm -hmm. They didn't diddle kids.
2: Yes. Yes, I did soften it a little bit.
1: They do not deserve for it to be softened. They are pedophile monsters and deserve to be literally (laughs) crucified for it. They would enjoy that. It'll bring (laughs) them closer to their God.
3: (laughs) An apt punishment, I think. Yeah. They
1: would have a shared experience. (laughs) The crucifying, not the child rape. I'm not going (laughs) to accuse Jesus or the Lord of any such thing. (laughs) That seems rude, even for me.
3: And there's no basis
2: for it. So, Right. Because it didn't exist.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's
2: true. <laughs> and they know it, too. Otherwise, they wouldn't have raped those children. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh,
0: Did we already talk about the wine, Mike DeWine in Ohio, or was that pre-recording?
1: I think that might have been pre-show. Okay. It was
0: pre-show.
3: It's, it's a little bit of weird positive news out of Ohio. It's well, very odd.
0: Ohio regularly has the Republican governor or Repub- Republican politician from ohio who is your run-of-the-mill republican politician like he is distinctly a villain as far as i'm concerned because he's against lgbtq rights he's he's against um Women's abortion 100 percent. Mm. like there, there's definitely your run-of-the-mill what i would nor what i 20 years ago would have referred as a right-wing republican dot but now is the republican centrist you know what you'd come to expect and i think that's what dewine is Kasich, i think somebody said before he's like you know Kasich jr so yeah he's coming out and saying that he's going to do put a curfew in place from 10 p.m to 5 a.m for three weeks starting on thursday in order to reduce the spread of the virus so there you go republican governor taking steps probably minimal steps Mm.
1: right uh, I feel like the governor of Iowa just did that too, and she was she was like, "Listen, I don't want to make a mask mandate. Um, I know you guys don't want a mask mandate, but guess what? I'm making a mask mandate. Sorry, we have a lot of COVID here. Yeah,
3: and the hospitals are filling up. We don't have room to yeah. put the patients. We really need to do this.
1: Yeah, the numbers are so severe now. Even the most like adamant against it are like, uh, I guess. All right, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. sorry." <laughs>
0: Well, you say the most adamant against. I still haven't heard no, anything not, out of Florida. So the
1: most moderate against, <laughs> right? Even the most moderate at light against. <laughs> You're right. I that was totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we just discussed the most most adamant against. They will literally take it to the grave.
0: All right, final thing that I have, and I, I Boris Johnson. I we haven't talked about him in a while. He's self isolating again.
2: <laughs>
0: he was exposed once again to somebody who had tested positive. So, uh, yeah, he's isolating, um, doesn't know whether or not the uh, – he has no symptoms, but doesn't know if he still has immunity to from when he had it the previously. So, uh, yeah, and doesn't doesn't want to spread it. So, he's actually being forced to take it seriously now, and anybody gets just desserts, mm. Boris Johnson, because he was on board the, oh, it's not that bad, you know. He was Until one of those guys. he got
3: it and spent a few days in the ICU. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious why he is self isolating, though. Surely he can get a hold of an antibody test. Maybe he's still tired and just needs a break.
0: <laughs> well, he is isolating. He's still going to be working, he's still in Downing Street, but mm, he's okay. isolating himself in the office. So mm, that's reasonable. It's not like he's isolating at home and staying away from everybody but uh, he lives in downing street so he is but well yes i'm sure nobody else is there it's just him
3: (laughs) (laughs) well you have to think of it as a miniature white house there are you know is the place where he lives and he's got you know the, the the kind of the work at home space and then there's the real work work space he'll just be in the work at home space
0: sure i just again i find it amusing because he was he was down on the fact that coronavirus was so bad, and then he got it and realized it was bad. And now he's like, all right, I'm going to take this seriously. I've been exposed again. We're going to do all the correct steps.
3: Yeah. So Sweden, we didn't actually talk about Sweden. It's not on the list, but they are actually doing a lockdown as well. They have gone, all right, fine. It doesn't work. People are not as smart as we thought they were. We have to do a mask mandate, and we're have to shut some things down.
0: Yeah. So. Their deaths per capita is one of the worst in the world. Yeah. They're not protecting their old folks. All right, that's all I got. Does anybody else have anything?
1: Uh, I have one temporary good news. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, that's right. I
2: forgot about that.
1: Yep. Nope, this is my temporary good news. So, the name, Judy Shelton. You guys are plugged in. Anybody? Nope. Nope. Okay. She is a Trump crony who he is trying to appoint to the Fed before he gets removed from office. She is famous for some reason, uh, insisting we need to go on back on the gold standard <laughs> and for criticizing the Fed for lowering interest rates. And then as soon as Trump said that they should have made the interest rates lower, she one aided and said, absolutely, they should have made them lower. <laughs> mm. So everybody's like, no, nah, OK, you're going to try to appoint her. So the vote was today. McConnell said, yes, we got this one. Votes for her. Everybody votes for her. Some unsung heroes today that saved the day are, you guessed it, Rick Scott and uh Grassley. The two of them were kind enough to get COVID mm. and be quarantined so they couldn't show up for the vote. <laughs> that combined with
3: Mitt Romney, Romney and, Susan and
1: Collins and, Collins and <laughs> Alexander, Just I want to say. There, there were three Republicans plus two absentees, and uh they lost the vote 47 to 50. Wow. Pre- uh, Vice President Elect Harris was like, "Oh, I'm free. I can come back and vote." It's our time now. Yeah, absolutely. So she voted, and this woman was suddenly not approved. Now here's the rub, because that's the kind of show we give you, and I don't want to give, send you away feeling good, <laughs> um, because again, because bizarre rules and everything is nonsense. After the vote, Mitch McConnell switched his vote. To vote against her, hmm. and now has the procedural rights to bring her up again in a future vote as a nominee because he voted against her and not for her.
3: What? Because oh, he, he, he because he voted mind? against.
1: Yes, because he voted against her. Huh. That she, he they, she no longer counts as as his nominee, and he can renominate her her uh, when they get out of court. Right,
0: first, I'm calling shenanigans, and I'm getting my broomstick.
1: You should, because it's hardcore shenanigans. Where
0: is, how is that a law? How is it possible it that you change your vote after you voted? No rules. There's literally it's, no it's, rules. No. There's
1: no explanation in this fake news CNN article other than Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who initially voted for the nominee, switched to vote against her, giving him the procedural right to bring her up to another vote in the near future. Wow. So, uh, again, maybe in like one of their pre-screenings, he said, yes, you should vote for this woman. And then in the final vote, maybe he's the Mm. last one to cast his vote because he's the speaker. And he was like, oh, I see we're losing. I vote against her and I definitely will nominate her again. Maybe. But for at least the next couple weeks. It's a hard She's not (laughs) Yeah, she's not on the Fed and she won't totally ruin it, even though she's There's a good chance. But the, 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 again, fringe hope. I don't, I don't want to give more than fringe hope. By the time they're back in session after the Thanksgiving break, the guy replacing Martha McSally will have already been sworn in in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Mark Kelly, I believe, is his name. Yeah. So that is, uh, you know, another vote that we won't be relying quite so heavily on at least two people getting COVID. Hmm. And that will give. Republican senators at least three more weeks to get COVID,
0: which they will will do. So,
1: oh my gosh, they're having huge holiday gatherings. Sure,
0: McConnell, please be on that list. Mm. I,
1: I, I dream about it, but no, I think I think he's immune to death.
0: I mean, <laughs> th- we know <laughs> that the the COVID has severe problems with with people who have clotting issues. Oh, he right. has the blood in his body does not want to stay in.
3: <laughs> no, it really, really wants to stay in, <laughs> and it's just gets seizing up and hardening while it's still in him.
0: He <laughs> looks like a couple times he looks like he's you know been in a, a member of Fight Club or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, but he's—I don't know how he's still around. He. He did some Weasley maneuver. He beat chess. He beat he beat death at a game of chess, <laughs> and is now immune to being taken. I understand. He's got death trapped in a cherry tree. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> by by
0: playing you know fantasy games, I understand that when you do things that are that evil for that long, you tend to suffer the consequences, and you can't hide your evil anymore. But it's just <laughs> it's astounding that uh, he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, Chuck
3: Grassley, in the meantime, is 87 years old. He's one of the longest standing, if not the longest standing, senator at this point. 87 and has COVID right now.
1: Well, yeah, he was was one of the two. Yeah. He and and Rick Scott.
3: Rick Scott just needs to die in a
1: fire,
0: but (laughs) not by my hand.
1: (laughs) I support that.
0: (laughs) All right. Is there anything else for tonight?
1: Negative. No. No, Okie
0: dokie. In that case, I'm going to wrap it up. First, thanks to our patrons for supporting the podcast. And for those of you who could join us tonight, sorry there was some audio issues. I don't know what exactly was going on. It seemed intermittent. But um, do thank you for uh, supporting the podcast and for giving us facts uh, as we go. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, you could support it by going to our Patreon page and signing up. Uh, If you can't do that, please feel free to share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, you can contact us if you have uh, if you want to yell at us or uh, correct something that we said, Facebook page or tweet to us at profanearg also please check out other shows on the soon to be named network, which we are a member soon to be named network dot com will get you access to all kinds of different podcasts. go check it out uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i'm ray I'm Karen
1: I'm Jared. this is Ian
0: Thank you good night and may your God be with you.